0: Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to the Political Pan Program. Hope you all had a good, good weekend. Well, it was an interesting weekend, I will admit. It was quite a bit of an interesting one, to say the least. Some things that were on my, were not on my bingo card to even happen because certain events transpired that you don't even know existed, but yet here they are. Uh, We got from Russia to Trump to how Biden's doing to all around the globe a little bit. We'll be traveling around the U.S. as well today. It's it's very got some fun stuff and some what the fuck stuff. If you haven't already, please do consider subscribing to the show, following on Twitter and social. And you can check out all of the articles down in the description. Well, starting off today. You know, I, I, I must admit, in, in terms of, you know, things that are just bad takes, you know, bad, you know, bad takes come up a lot, and, you know, there there's certain, there there's certain people that, you know, make bad takes, now on this show we never make any bad takes, it's, you know, pretty accurate to what's happening, I mean, of course, I don't understand how this could be the case. Uh, this is a really weird claim. Here is here is Representative Ted Liu from California saying that apparently it's uh, that Trump is responsible for the, de- the death of Alexei Navalny. Bit of weird. A weird, weird take. Why did Navalny
1: all of a sudden die at this point in time? I, first of all, agree with President Biden that Russia is responsible for his death. Also, what happened in a few days leading up to his death? Well, we had former President Donald Trump essentially say that Russia
0: should attack European countries. That is crazy. That is traitorous language. Russia certainly was listening, and I think they thought, hey,
1: we now have a green light to do all sorts of crazy stuff, and if Trump would be president, Putin would have
2: even more latitude.
0: No, he wouldn't. He literally, Putin. I kid you not. Last week, with an in an interview that we'll we'll get to the interview that he literally just did last week, the second one that he did, where he literally endorsed Joe Biden for president because Joe Biden is more predictable than Donald Trump. First of all, also not what he said. We played you the clip last week here on the show of what Donald Trump said. He literally said. People in NATO, in order to get the protection, you need to start paying in the like share that you need to actually reach your goal, right? There's a certain amount of money of your GDP. You need to pay into NATO, if you want to be a part of it, to then get the protections of NATO, right? That's what he said. It's not that Russia gets some green light, right? It's not, it's not what he said. It's just not accurate. It's just not. So, of course... You know, it's, it's it's what a great thing. You know, it's obviously it's Trump's a little bit responsible. He's always a little bit responsible for something. Well, over in Russia, how were things going? Uh, well, Putin gave some criticisms of uh, Tucker Carlson during his interview uh, last week. As you know, he, uh, for him, he didn't feel that he got a complete satisfaction from the interview. I mean, during the two hour. And and plus, you know, interview with, the, I mean, it basically turned into like a very Russian propagandist, almost history lesson that was really quite fascinating if you're into that. But, you know, uh, you know, I mean, he did, like I just told you, endorsed Biden for president, basically, by saying, you know, Biden, he's more experienced and more predictable. He's a politician of the old formation. But, you know, I mean. It's how it's how it kind of how it kind of works, you know. I, it's just, but you know, just you know, Putin having a having a good little fun, you know, as we squabble over here across across the pond, because you know, there's some things that we kind of end up forgetting about, and and then we go. Oh yeah, that thing still like exists. Like people, like they're doing that. So in the U.S., we pay a lot of taxes, and you know sometimes we we ask the question, where does some of that tax money go to? Well, about twenty million dollars of our tax funds have actually been to help maintain uh, one of the Russian oligarch super yachts that we that we uh, that we just stole back in you know twenty twenty two because we're like yeah let's get the Russians by. Stealing their elite's yacht? I cool. Congratulations. I I really don't know what this is solving by us keeping them still because genuinely, it's a boat. I I mean I mean seriously, it's it's a big boat, and we've spent twenty million dollars since twenty since you know April of twenty twenty two to maintain the thing. It literally cost. About six hundred thousand dollars a month to maintain this boat. 6 that's, thats more than some of us will ever make in our lives for one month of just keeping this boat around in the water. Yes. What a what a great use of my tax dollars. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Because why not? You know why why not just you know. Like, what what is a solving? I've, I've really got to wonder. What what is yes the the Russian oligarch who owns this ah oh, they're they're being so hurt by the fact that you took away their yacht at this point I mean seriously what is this solving okay the the war in Ukraine is not going to be any different if you gave some stupid Russian oligarch their fucking yacht back okay it's not worth it okay let them take care of the six hundred thousand dollar cost every single month thus so. Well, it does bring us right into Trump. So as I literally was recording the show last week, of course, you know, then the news just has to drop that the New York judges fined the Trump and the Trump organization $350 million. This is already a sham. This is the biggest sham trial of sham trials. I, dude, I, I don't even think I under I don't think you understand how much of a fucking sham this is. So if you haven't been following this case, essentially what this case was is that Trump defrauded banks by saying that he was like worth more than he was to then get more money so then he could build more of like his empire where this just immediately doesn't work and where this trial should have ended and been, uh oh, no, he clearly didn't, is when the bank, when the bank that you banked with is in the trial and they're like person like, fully testifying saying he did repay us. And the things when we've loaned him money before, he's paid us back and usually his businesses are quite successful so we loaned him more money than what we would normally uh, other clients but he paid us back and we have no problems so like it's not like there's some outstanding balance with this bank that Trump all these years later hasn't paid it, like it just doesn't exist right it doesn't it it doesn't exist in this case and so I just ha- I have to ask who, who is this money for who is this 355 million dollars right like who is who is it for like everybody's asking everybody wants to know because is is it for the bank the bank already got all that money back they already got like the loan's been complete for a while so who who is it for we're we're all wondering we're all trying to figure out I mean you should have known that this trial was already a sham by the judge. The judge in this case, when they started like airing it like on like the, they had like the cameras running, like it literally it was like a sitcom fucking intro where this dude starts smiling at the camera like yeah we're gonna get it's like bro you're a judge you're supposed to be impartial you're supposed to be neutral as, as neutral as you can be. But like all things in life, politics took the uh, took center stage. And Trump, of course, ends up losing another case. And uh, then, for whatever reason, Kathy Hochul just has to say words out of her face hole. You know, New York businesses are different than uh, Donald Trump. They have nothing to worry about. Oh, they, they have no-, no, you have everything to worry about. You, you have everything to worry about. If you are not on their side politically and they find that out, and you are in the state of you know New York, and you've done a lot of things, they will get you. They'll do the same shit to you. This is their fucking little, little, little shindig, little cult that they got going on over there. They'll do it to you, too. They aren't afraid to. They'll go out of their way to put your ass in court, make you pay millions of dollars, just get out of New York. There is, genuinely, if you could turn New York into a barren wasteland, brilliant, really. Turn the biggest city in the U.S. into a barren wasteland of a bunch of fuckers that are overpaying for rent by the thousands, right? Hey, man, where you want to go? Oh, hey, you want to go? Oh, you know, just turn it into an o' of, I would like to go here, but it actually is gone you know, or the things that are left aren't exactly the most uh pretty things, you know. I mean seriously. They did also oh, I I did forget to mention a part of the trial. Trump isn't and his companies aren't allowed to do business in New York for three years. Very important I mentioned that. I, I knew it's gonna be a big deal if I, I didn't mention it, but just thought I would add that in. So, um, yeah. Good job, New York. Great, great work. Great work. Well, you know, there there may be some bad news for Trump, but it really doesn't matter too much as in terms of things I, I didn't expect out of 2024, the one thing I didn't expect in 2024 was for the sudden appearance of... Donald Trump at SneakerCon on Saturday. Now, for some people out there, you've got to be like me, who is not into shoes at all, or, you know, that kind of area. And, I I mean, what the fuck is SneakerCon? Apparently it's a con for sneakerheads, I guess, self-explanatory, but... Not something you would expect the former president to go to, but why did he? Well, because he officially announced his very own shoe collection. There are a total of three shoes. I om- I already know that one of them is sold out. Uh, let's see. Have the other ones have the other ones sold out already? Let's see. Cause yeah, the, the official the official uh, never surrender high tops are officially sold out for pre order. Uh, but you can still get the T-Rave, uh, the T-Wave, or Red Wave, and the POTUS 45 shoes. So, yeah, officially, though, somebody already has their pair, by the way. Their, their pre-order, where you can get them in uh, in July. And officially, uh, there's already one person at SneakerCon that got a pair for about $9,000. And their autograph. so he did at least get... The autograph, but he won the winning bid of it. Thought I'd mention it, but um, it was a an excellent uh walkout for President Trump as he uh, as the entire crowd was uh, chanting Fuck Joe Biden as he came out on stage. Uh, a few different people took the stage from the crowd, uh, getting massive cheers, talking about how great Trump was. You know, uh, the, the, the crowd was absolutely electric. I, I mean, it was. One of the craziest things: there are people in the crowd holding up signs saying "Sneakerheads love Trump." It was uh, it was a definite event to see um, sort of unfold in real time on Twitter. Just wild shit. Just oh yeah, just the former president just shows up at like the most random place to announce a thing. SneakerCon. I mean, what a great timing, by the way. What what great great timing. Oh, oh! Uh, we we're gonna announce shoes. Oh, where should we do it? Oh, let's do some intern on his team, like just scored the biggest W of their life. Okay, whoever that intern is deserves to be promoted because they just scored a massive W of just hey man, let's go to sneaker con and announce the shoes. And somebody was like genius. We're announcing shoes, and it's at a shoe convention. Genius, right? The fact that this even happened at all was just the it was the most what the fuck thing I have ever read before it happened and the most what the fuck thing still after it happened but he did he brought the house down at sneaker con and the shoes the shoes are a fact of selling I mean the the, the high top pair is already sold out you can't buy any more of them and, and so that really kind of makes you think. Is is it truly gonna be a, a Trump wave? Is that gonna happen? Well, uh, not if not if Liz Cheney, so popular, so utterly uh, fantastic that you know we, we you know she she might run for president herself. Why? Uh, because you know, my God, if Asa Hutchinson was a was a failure, my God, they haven't even seen. The, uh, the Liz Cheney, uh, you know, the Liz Cheney effect of just being an absolute bleeding disaster. I mean, Nikki Haley's campaign has already been a disaster. You know, why not add more fuel to that fire by adding goddamn Liz Cheney to the mix? Because why not? Why? Why not? Uh, of course, here is Liz Cheney over on CNN, the only place that would actually book her because nobody else wants her.
1: Axios reports that Trump's former Attorney General, Bill Barr, who who has been quite critical of Donald Trump uh, in terms of the election lies and his uh, effort to overturn the election, Bill Barr suggested in an event on Friday that he would vote for Trump over Biden. He said, quote, voting for Trump is playing Russian roulette with the country. Voting for Biden is outright national suicide. What's what's your thought on yeah, that? Yeah,
2: no, I, he, he's absolutely wrong. Now, I I haven't endorsed uh, anybody in this presidential race, certainly would never support Donald Trump. And we know what Donald Trump will do uh, because he's telling us every day. And anybody who has spent any time overseas, who has spent any time studying the history of autocracies and of autocrats uh, knows we have to listen to what Donald Trump's saying. So, uh, electing Donald Trump's not Russian roulette. Electing Donald Trump uh would mean putting in power a man who's committed to unraveling our constitutional framework so bill Barr is just wrong on that
1: you still haven't uh ruled out a presidential run of your own in 2024 as far as i know are you still considering it or would you rule it out
2: i I haven't made any decisions about it yet i'm going to do whatever is necessary to defeat donald trump
1: but if it came down to you not running and it's biden versus trump you would you would support biden
2: i'm not gonna make any announcements or endorsements this morning but uh, the most important thing. Uh, is to defeat Donald Trump, and I'll do whatever, whatever it takes to do.
0: I, I, is it just me, or is the the entire idea? She sounds just like the mainstream media. I, I'm sorry. The whole we got to do anything we can, anything we can. You know where the entirety of this authoritarian bullet just stops? Like it, it's like you can pick it out of the air. It's like, bang, bang, you know, like, you feel like you're in, like, the Matrix, and you can just see the bullet in midair, and you just grab at it, right? Like It's just, we've already had Trump be president, so no. And then that bullet just goes away. It. I'm sorry, but did anybody else feel like that 2016 from 2020 really felt like some sort of autocracy? I mean, if if Trump was... Okay, hypothetically, if Trump was a dictator, right, if he was a dictator, he would still be in power right now. Your argument falls apart by the fact that he's currently not fucking president. May I remind you uh, that there's this old guy named Joe Biden, who we will get to in just a few, who is currently president and failing severely who's acted more like a dictator, that I'd be honestly shocked. I wouldn't even be shocked if for whatever reason, somehow, some way, Joe Biden gets more than 81 million votes this time. I wouldn't even be shocked by it just because I have a feeling that there's somebody that acts a little bit more like a dictator than Donald Trump. Just a little bit. Just, just a little. Just, just a tad. More like one. You know? Just a tad, though. So I, I just no one's buying it. No one. Is, the only people that buy it are people that are still that are so tds out of their mind that they've lost, they've physically lost sight of anything else. It, it's the only thing they can think about. It's their, it's almost their new fetish. Their, their new, their new fit. It's like the thing that they need to fix. It's like, hey, man, you want to talk about the border? You want to talk about? you know, the economy, how it's doing. No, Donald Trump is bad. It's like, dude, you've been saying that for like the last nine years. And yet here we are. And like, I'd rather have him back. Like if it's going to be the, like I would rather pick between neither of them. But if I'm going to have to pick between one or the other, I'm probably going to pick the orange guy because in this case, there was money in my pocket and my credit cards weren't all maxed out. And the fact that, you know, like my insurance wasn't as high, you know, inflation wasn't as high. I could actually buy more things. You know, I, I think I'm gonna vote for that person. Also, he seemed to be a bit more serious about this, like, you know, about the border and it didn't almost it didn't feel like every day we are gonna suddenly trip and fall our way into World War Three. I mean, seems like a bit of a you know a problem here. So first of all, no, don't don't fucking bother, Liz Cheney. Please do not run for president. Don't. I, I I'd rather you just not. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Okay. I mean, have you seen what the Nikki Haley campaign is nowadays? I'm not gonna link it because it's just if you it, because I just, it's not even a bother, right? Like, th- this tweet went absolutely fucking viral because, and, and by the way, it, you can tell it's gone viral just from the fact that there are so few actual likes on this post compared to actual, like, views. Like, this this post on Twitter has 13.9 million views, and I thought this was a joke tweet, right? I'd seen this, like, ages, like, uh, like do- dozens and dozens of hours ago, and I thought it was a joke. I thought it was some sort of fake tweet people were passing around of Nikki. Haley. No, it's a real tweet. 12 fellas down, one to go. Out of context, Nikki Haley. What does that mean? What what does that mean? What What Like what? Who who on the team? Who who on the team thought this was a good tweet? I mean seriously. By the way, somebody on their team already fucked up They were using, like, the the Twitter Pro dashboard to schedule out, like, a whole bunch of tweets. And they ended up accidentally tweeting them to all go out, like, every few minutes. So they sent out, like, an entire week's worth of, like, tweets in a matter of, like, an hour. So it was, like, four, it was, like, almost, like, 30 to 40 tweets in the span of, like, an hour. All coming out of, like, her account. So, yeah, no, I, it's. Yeah, no. Listen, it, we are we are getting close to the South Carolina uh to to uh, South Carolina's uh, overall primary, and it is it's not looking good for uh, for Nikki Haley. I, I mean, seriously, it is not looking good. I mean, her social media is just dead. I mean, for for a candidate that's claiming to be so popular. The amount of likes on some of these posts are just a little sad. Like, especially for the amount of, like, views and stuff they have. So, I, I'm, I'm going to point out this one here. My goal, f- my goal for Gen Z is to include them in the conversation and make it clear the government has to work for them, not the other way around. I firmly believe that Gen Z will be the generation to save us. Uh... You know, I like I know there's that like hope and like copium amongst like older generations uh that we've all been huffing that somehow my generation is going to come through and save something. I don't know what you want us to save at this point because you guys have done nothing but fuck it up for literally 60 plus years. Like I don't know what you want me to do about it. Like I'm I'm already at the point where I think we should just restart the thing from scratch, you know, pick this thing back up, decide what was good and what was bad, and we'll rebuild this thing one brick at a time. I I mean, seriously, you guys have so far dropped the ball, so far, over the last even hundred years at this point, over well over a hundred fucking years. You know, the ball has been dropped, and there was a person who, who caught the ball for a short period of time, but... The next person then figured, like, literally dropped the ball so hard that he physically handed away the entire country for the rest of the fucking 20th century to a bunch of lunatics, practically. So, I, I I mean, the ball was in the court, and it's gone. So I don't know what you want me to do about it, Nikki Haley. What, do you want me to go over to fight in Ukraine? Is, is that her goal? I mean, seriously, elections are over. It's it's over, it's over, folks. Stop the count. At this point, it's not even worth it. Like Donald Trump is the nominee. Okay, I, I don't know why Nikki Haley is so persistent. It's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. Well, how is Joe Biden doing? We, we got to check in with the old man. You know, sometimes, you know, yeah, you, you gotta wonder how is he doing. Well, let's see. Uh, according to a new report coming from the New York Times, apparently uh, Biden has almost exclusively used the shorter stairs since he tripped on a sandbag during a graduation ceremony at the U.S. Air Academy. In recent weeks, Secret Service agents have taken to guarding the base of the stairs while the president is on them. That is right. Uh, officially, we've now had to station an additional Secret Service person. At the stairs for Joe Biden to make sure that he doesn't trip and fall down the short flight of stairs on Air Force One. That's right. The short flight of stairs. Fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. We're so scared of this guy falling down the stairs and probably dying at this point. Because my god would an accident of falling like that and truly falling down the stairs would be absolutely fatal. They uh, they are so concerned about Kamala Harris becoming president that this is where we are at, that we are trying to prevent uh, Joe Biden from falling so much that we need an additional Secret Service agent to the already two that are at the bottom of the uh, stairs to make sure that Joe Biden does not fall. So clearly everything is going great. Uh, everything is going just fine. As well as uh, as Joe Biden returned this weekend from uh, vacation in Delaware for the uh, the uh, for the fiftieth time, I swear. Well, uh, then officially, you know, uh, apparently Joe Biden is asking Congress to help out Ukraine. That's in NATO, apparently. I don't know where he got this idea from, but uh, a bit weird. Bit weird. The
2: idea that we're going to walk away from Ukraine, the idea that we're going to let NATO begin to split, is totally against the interest of the United States of America, and it is against our word we've given. So, since truth since all the way back to Eisenhower, so it's about time we make sure that Congress come home and pass the legislation funding NATO.
0: It's not. It's not a build to fund NATO, by the way. I know you're shocked by this, but 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 it's not it's not NATO. So clearly, everything is going fine in the old noggin. I mean, can you still believe? the, the it still it floors me you know every day you know like how joe biden wakes up and he realizes he's the president each day some days i just wake up and i see things and i go is that guy really the president you know like it it still just floors me it's been almost coming up on 4 years right and it still floors me every time every time i just go is that is that really is that really who america picked man you know, and and then when I see how much they're trying to do to keep this guy alive so that Kamala Harris isn't the president, I then realize, wow, she's like half his age, and she's really bad at this. I mean, I guess that's what you get when you sleep your way to the top. I mean, when you are expertly qualified to get to the top, you know, I guess that's you know what happens. So I'm, man. Joe Biden is doing great. He's doing just great. You know, and he's doing so well amongst Democrats as well. Uh Democrats are now increasingly getting more and more sour over how well Joe Biden is doing at the border. What a, what a shock. You're telling me that the Democrats aren't very happy with how the the border is going? I'm I'm utterly what? Impossible. You're telling me that nearly 3 in 4 Saying that the uh, government is doing a very, or somewhat bad job of handling the crisis. What? That's that's ridiculous. How could that be? You're telling me that, so. So it is a crisis, but I was told by our government that it's not a crisis. That it's it's uh, beautiful, and uh, you're racist or not compassionate enough. Clearly, of course. A new bill is being introduced in Congress that would give states uh, standing to sue the U.S. government over immigration. Uh, The fact that that's not a thing that's just naturally there floors me. But yes, we are attempting. Keyword being attempting. Is it going to go anywhere? No. Why? Because you know, uh, just just like how in life, you know, good decisions are usually bad in bad decisions, are, are usually good. It's how it works. It's uh, always how it's worked. And it will continue to work that, uh, that way. Because, you know, our, our border ideas in how to handle this crisis, especially in New York, are just such grandiose, fantastic ideas. So, Eric Adams was planning to convert some abandoned uh, luxury apartment complex into a shelter for illegal immigrants, and then some community-voiced outrage, uh, then was well reversed those plans because uh, you know the the people that pay lots of money don't want that kind of filth next to them, you know, because they're luxury apartments after all, and that if they've got to pay their you know like ten thousand dollars a month, well then. You know, the the migrants need to as well. It's, you know, it's only fair, you know, if they've, you know, got to suffer under the rent, then so do, so do, so do they. I mean, it's only fair, right? As well as apparently they're just trying to fully get the illegal immigrants to stay in city shelters indefinitely. How about you deport them? Because I'm telling you right now, a vast majority, like a vast, vast majority... Of those asylum cases, not real asylum cases. You're like, what? How could you say that? How dare you tell me that there's not true? No, they're not. They're not real asylum cases. You want to know how I know they're not real asylum cases? Because all you have to do is that you say is that you don't feel safe going back to your home country and that you're seeking asylum, and that's it. It's all you got to say. It's nothing else other than that. And by the fact that it's probably news that's spread all over TikTok, that where these people are getting a lot of their information from, and even how to get to the southern border, I'm sure that they already know exactly how to uh, get what they want in terms of getting to our border. Because you know, it's fun. it's, it's great. It's great. Well, from the Super Bowl shooting last week. Uh, the Kansas City mayor officially called the uh, the uh, governor of Missouri a uh, uh, that he's uh, a racist for calling the shooters what they are thugs. They they literally are thugs. By the way, the 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 fun the 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 worst part about this whole Super Bowl like parade shooting is it's not like these people. We're gonna go like to the parade like because they hated the Chiefs, right? Like how I kind of thought it was. No, it wasn't even that. It was something stupider. It was like basically gang violence almost. It was practically just a gang violence shooting almost, pretty much. So yeah, they they were thugs. It's what they were. I mean, seriously, this story is being left behind so quickly, and you're not being told who the suspects are. Why? I'll give you one fucking hint. You can probably take a wild guess at what color their skin was. Genuinely, they won't tell you because why would they? You know why? You know the why why would they tell you? I mean, you already know. the The story disappeared quicker than than their fathers did. I mean, it's already gone in the in the news. I mean. But yes, it's a it's a racist dog whistle to call the thugs, thugs, that should be literally locked up for like the rest of their life. No, of course they're they're not thugs. They're just misunderstood. Yes, for trying to turn uh to turn a parade in celebration of a victory into a mass shooting. Yeah, it's a g- great idea. a a great great idea. Well speaking of other crimes, well a Harvard professor committed a crime. Now you might say, but what's what's the what's the crime? Was it child pornography? Was it you know was it something bad? No. No. His crime was the fact that he published a study finding no racial bias in police shootings and then needed police protection because, well, in his own words All hell broke loose. That's right. You know, apparently, uh, during an interview, uh, he was talking uh, to Barry Weiss about how his uh, 2016 paper on policing bias, you know, was leading to him being in need. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of fun to be had knowing that you know a person needed police protection. Because, well, you know, they they needed p- the police to protect them from these utter animals. You know, proving the 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 need for for po- for police. Here is, of course, uh, a, a little little bit of that.
1: I collected a lot of data. We collected millions of observations on uh, everyday use of force that wasn't lethal. We collected. Thousands of observations on lethal force and and it it was in this moment in 2016 that I realized Mm. People lose their minds when they don't like the result. So what my paper showed you'll see tomorrow uh, Like some of you uh, Was that yes, we saw some bias in the low-level uses of force every day pushing up against cars and things like that People seem to like that result, but we didn't find any um, uh, Racial bias in police shootings now That was really surprising to me because I expected to see it. The little known fact is I had eight full-time RAs that it took to do this over nearly a year. When I found the surprising result, I hired eight fresh ones and redid it to make sure. They came up with the same exact answer and I thought it was robust and then I went to go give it and my God, all hell broke loose. It was a 104 page, dense academic economics paper with a 150-page appendix, okay? It was posted for four minutes when I got my first email. This is full of shit. Doesn't make any sense. And I wrote back, how'd you read it that fast? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you are a genius. <laughs> and I had colleagues take me into to the side and say, don't publish this. You'll ruin your career. Mm. I said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "What's wrong with it?" Do you believe the first part? Yes. Do you believe the second part? Well, it's the issue is they just don't fit together. We like the first one, but you should publish the no, the second one another time. I said, "Let me ask this: If the second part about the police shootings, this is a literal conversation." I said to them, if the second part uh, showed bias, do you think I would, should publish it then? And they said, yeah, then it would make sense. And I said, I guarantee you I'll publish it. We'll see what happens. So it was, it was you know, I, I lived under, under um, police protection for about 30 or 40 days. I had a seven-day-old daughter at the time. I remember going and shopping for it because, you know, when you have a newborn, you think you have enough diapers. You don't. So I I was going to the grocery store to get diapers with an armed guard. It was crazy. It was really, truly crazy.
0: Oh, whoa. I mean, what a genius. They read the whole 100-plus page page. That person should be in Congress. They could read those, like, 1,000-page bills in, like, a singular second. They could read them like that. Wow. What a shock! What a shock! Yeah. What a shock! I mean, so so caring they are, you know, and so compassionate, so much compassion, ah, oh, so so much compassion. Well, uh, officially over in the Middle East, situation on the ground uh, remains the same, where uh, Israel. Tells everybody to uh, go fuck themselves. We're going to keep crushing Hamas into the ground. Uh, And of course. Apparently someone new has decided to throw their hat into the anti-Semitism ring. And that's of course Lula da Silva. Who is practically a dictator. Uh, Because my goodness what a shit fucking choice over Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro. I mean, a shit choice. The the country of Brazil, I don't think I've ever seen a country fall faster than Brazil under Lula da Silva. Uh, So he decided to, you know, say that, you know, what's happening in the Gaza Strip with the Palestinian people does not exist in, in any other historical moment. In fact, it existed when Hitler decided to kill the Jews. How ironic. How, how, how ironic. How. How. I fucking Ronick. Yes, the Jews committing a Holocaust, apparently. I, I didn't know. Apparently, there must be concentration camps that I didn't know about that Israel has. There must be concentration camps. You know, they must have. Like, I mean, seriously. No. Just flat out, no. So far, like, no that the no has physically crossed to another galaxy i mean no it's, you're so far wrong lula although you're wrong about make basically everything in life so it's not surprising that you turned out to be an extreme leftist anti-semite i'm uh, what a shock right that you fit the mold and stereotype very well i'm um, congrats so that's brilliant i of course Netanyahu immediately responds and goes, "Go basically just saying, go fuck yourself. No, we're not Hitler. We're not Nazis. You're crossing a red line, dude. Like we aren't. Like, do you know the comparison you're making? Like, do you sound? Do you know how, like how stupid you sound? Like, did you not think about what you said before you said it? I, it's it's quite crazy. Well, also over in the Middle East, I'm so glad we pulled out of Afghanistan. So glad. i I'm, It was so worth it." Uh, it was so worth it, in fact, that apparently now the Islamic terror groups, Al-Qaeda, is apparently rapidly growing in size inside of Afghanistan. Oh, brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Just what I wanted. You know? Just what I wanted. Another terrorist group to add to the list. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Thanks. What a brilliant withdrawal from uh, from Afghanistan. I'm glad that this is going over so well. The Taliban has already ba- has been back in control for the last two years now, or almost yeah, over two years. You've got the fantastic fan freaking test. I mean, what a great idea! So went so well. It went so so well. Well, finally, to finish up today with some absolute what the fuck stories that I, I I just wanted to make sure are on your radar. So apparently, over in the UK, a government health agency is claiming that trans women's milk is just as healthy for babies as, as breast milk. Hold on, I'm, I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking. No, I'm 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 hitting you with a no. I'm uh, I'm 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 a thinking that's not very accurate. I'm just i'm just putting it out there uh i'm 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 thinking that uh no i think uh no just, just, i'm 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 no scientist on this one but uh i'm 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 gonna go with that's probably uh pro- no uh-uh Pretty sure that a, a woman's milk is more beneficial than a than like a fakey milk substance that's definitely not the real thing. So that's good. That's good. Uh, finally, a uh, a person in the Sisters for Perpetual Indulgence was uh, arrested over uh, you'll never guess, but uh, child porn allegations. How shocking! How, uh, how, uh, how utterly shocking. Who would have thought? Uh, an organization like this? That's, that's been, that, that does that? Oh! How utterly, how, how utterly, uh, uh, shocking. Anyway. That is going to do it for, uh, for today's show. If you did go on to enjoy it, please do consider leaving a like, following on Twitter and True Social, and you can check out all of the articles linked down in the description below. Have a good rest of your Monday, and I'll see you right back here tomorrow for the Tuesday edition of the show.